The Bible Study Podcast, episode 451. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of Matthew with Matthew 21. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We continue on with Matthew 21. We were halfway through last week when we ran out of time. Starting in verse 18, Jesus curses a fig tree. Early in the morning, as Jesus was on his way back to the city, he was hungry. Seeing a fig tree by the road, he went up to it, but found nothing on it except leaves. Then he said to it, May you never bear fruit again. Immediately the tree withered. When the disciples saw this, they were amazed. How did the fig tree wither so quickly, they asked. Jesus replied, Truly I tell you, if you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what was done to the fig tree, but also you can say to this mountain, Go throw yourself into the sea, and it will be done. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask in prayer. So just to put this in context again, we are in Holy Week. We are in that week between Palm Sunday and Good Friday and Easter. And on one of those days, Jesus is walking from Bethany where he's staying, probably staying with Martha and Mary and Lazarus, his good friends out in that city outside of the city walls. And he's coming in and he sees a fig tree. And he's going to pluck some figs from it and eat, except that the tree has only leaves. The tree is just decorative in a sense that what fig trees are for is to produce figs. Now, there's kind of two different points you can go to in this story. One is that Jesus is talking about faith. Two is that he's talking about fruit. So let's talk about fruit first. I mean, the lesson for us is that we also are supposed to bear fruit. We also are not just supposed to go to church to be decorative. We are called to a faith that is going to end in the Great Commission here in Matthew, just to give you a little spoiler here about going and making disciples. We are called to do that, all of us. That wasn't just something that was meant for the disciples, just meant for the apostles, that we are called to service. We are called to bear fruit. And then the second point here is the disciples, and one of the reasons this probably makes it into Matthew's account is they found this pretty amazing. This isn't something they expected to see, Jesus basically pruning this fig tree with his mouth, with his words. And they say, how can this happen? And then Jesus talks about faith, and he says, if you have faith and do not doubt, you can do what was done here, but you can also say to the mountain, go throw yourself into the sea, and it will be done. If you believe, you'll receive whatever you ask in prayer. Jesus talks about faith, basically a faith that is connecting us to the one who made fig trees and to the one who made mountains and to the one who made the sea. And basically saying, if you believe, if you pray with belief, if you connect yourself to the one who can do these things, then you can do even more amazing things than this fig tree. Now, it doesn't mean we can do all these things as parlor tricks, but we're again calling on the power that God gives us to do what God wants us to do. Again, getting back to that bearing fruit. Continuing on the authority of Jesus' question, Jesus entered the temple courts, and while he was teaching, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him. By what authority are you doing these things, they asked, and who gave you this authority? 
Jesus replied, I will also ask you one question. If you answer me, I will tell you by what authority I'm doing these things. John's baptism, where did it come from? Was it from heaven or of human origin? They discussed it among themselves and said, If we say from heaven, he will ask, Then why didn't you believe him? But if we say of human origin, we are afraid of the people, for they all hold that John was a prophet. So they answered Jesus, We don't know. Then he said, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. Jesus is questioned again by the Pharisees. They're trying to trap him. They're trying to figure out what, what authority. Remember, he's just walked in in triumph with palm branches and all that on Palm Sunday. And they say, well, whose authority are you doing these things? He went right to the temple. He drove out the people. He's been healing. He's been teaching right in the middle of the temple here. And they say, who gave you this authority? But he doesn't tell them. He will, if they'll answer his question, whose authority did John have? And the problem is they have an answer to that question. They believe the answer to that question is that John's authority was of human origin. The only thing that keeps them from saying that is they're afraid. They're afraid what the people will say. But that is their honest answer to this question. If they thought he was from heaven, then they would have, as they anticipate Jesus will ask, believe in him. They would have done what he said. But they didn't believe that. They're wrong, as it turns out. But they're also wrong in the sense that they're so afraid of what people will say that it keeps them from telling the truth. It keeps them from saying what they really believe. We can't pick on them too much for that because I think a lot of us are quite afraid of what people will say. We're not just afraid of what people will say if we confess our faith, but we're afraid of what people say a lot of times. What will people say if I wear that? What will people say if I make that decision? I really want to do this job instead of that job, but what will people say? We're really often, many of us, way too concerned with what people will say. And I say that because people will say things. <laughs> that's, not, that's not wrong. They weren't wrong about that. And, you know, they didn't even have the Internet. People will definitely say things. They'll say things in front of you. They'll say things behind your back. But why should we care? There should be a very small set of people whose opinion we value, who have valuable opinions. And, of course, top of that list should be what will God say if I do this? What will God say if I choose that? What will God say? And then there should be a smaller list of other people but really, they shouldn't impact us that much. It doesn't matter too much what they say, or it shouldn't. And speaking of saying and what you say not being all that important, Jesus tells a parable. What do you think? There was a man who had two sons. He went to the first and said, Son, go and work today in the vineyard. I will not, he answered, but later he changed his mind and went. Then the father went to the other son, and he said the same thing. He answered, I will, sir, but he did not go. Which of the two did what his father wanted? The first they answered. Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you to show you the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes did. And even after you saw this, you did not repent and believe him. So Jesus comes back to these teachers of the law and said, and traps them, basically says, what we say is less important than what we do. 
And you say you are so religious, but your actions speak against that, especially in regard to this one we were just talking about, John. Other people came when they heard what John had to say. They repented. They did then what God wanted them to. But you are like that son who says, absolutely, Father, I will do what you want. But what you're doing is what you want. What you're doing is show. What you're doing makes you look religious so they will think you're religious. But that's not important. Be like that son instead who may even have said, you know, I'm not going to do what you want, but who comes to the realization that that's the right thing to do, who comes to the realization that doing the Father's will is all that matters. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. We'll finish up chapter 21 next week. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And as always, thanks so much for listening. Dedicating time each day to spend feeding our minds and our hearts the truth of God's Word is immensely helpful in our growth as followers of Christ. I'm John Stonge, and each day I host a show called Daily Devotions with Pastor John. On the show, I spend just a few minutes taking an applicational look at one or two verses of Scripture before coming to the Lord in prayer. If you'd like to make a habit of spending more time meditating on the truth of God's Word, You can listen to Daily Devotions with Pastor John at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app.